Welcome to Just Another Podcast with John. I'm John DeRio. On this episode, we're going to be talking NFL Wild Card Playoffs Preview, Tennessee Titans at the New England Patriots, Saturday, 8-15, in Foxborough on CBS. All right, we're going to jump right into kind of tail the tapes again. We're going New England first. We're going to go with that home team. So, New England, 12-4, right? 12-4. Coach Belichick knows what he's doing. Uh, five and one in the division, not the best division of all time, right? So there's some competitiveness there, but let's not overlook the five and one. Everybody expects them to go five and one. In fact, the one it losses to Miami, let that blow your mind, right? Side note: Florida is doing a good job in Miami. I'm not taking anything away from that. Maybe that team's a little better than we thought they were. However. You shouldn't be losing that game if you're New England, especially because you can't even pull the Week 17. They're blowing it off. No. They needed to win that game to get a free ride, you know, in the first round. They don't get it. They got to play now. Uh, team efficiency overall, they are third in the NFL. So anybody that has a problem with the New England Patriots and doesn't think they can get the job done, they are the third most efficient team in the NFL. Again, when we're talking efficiencies, it's what percentage are you better than the average football team. They are 29.9%. They're almost 30% more efficient than the average NFL football team. To keep that in perspective, too, what the jump is above um, those really efficient teams, I believe Baltimore's number one in the 40s. All right? New England's third at 30. At eight is the Titans, actually, and they're 8.6%. That's how, like mediocre like average you know the, the parody in the NFL is so big which is a good thing I'm not that's not a bad thing that's just what it is so when you hear a team being third in efficiency and they're 30 percent better than the average football team that's astronomical I mean that that's huge don't take that away from the Patriots offensive efficiency they're actually 11th still in the positive though right offensive efficiency we want positive percentages defensive efficiency negative percentages they're 11th in offensive efficiency at 4.1%. So, again, not crazy much better than – but, again, better half of the league. <laughs> Where they get it all from is that defensive efficiency. They are negative 24.6%. Negative 24.6%. First in the NFL. I mean, that is – remember, negatives are good here. That is huge. That is a massive efficiency against – Anybody they play. They are clearly the best defense in the NFL. Um, no questions asked. Even bring that down to offensive rank, right? And this is where things get a little funky for me, and, and, and I'm okay with it. So uh, let's go defense first because we just said they're the best defense. Not only is that that they're the most efficient defense, I mean literally statistically, defensive rank number one yards per game, 275.9, and first in points per game, 14.1. I mean, they are just the best defense across the board. You can always look at that offense year after year. I never think those Patriots and Belichick's defenses get enough uh, recognition. They always have pretty solid defenses. This one is historically good. I mean, this defense is legitimate, regardless of what you want to say about Devontae Parker versus uh, Stephon Gilmore last week. These guys can play. Back up to offense, where everybody's just ragging on this this New England offense. They are 7th in points per game, 26.2. Don't tell me who they played. That's fine. They're 7th. Everybody's acting like they're they're falling apart. 
and they're 15th in yards per game at 354. Now, I know that's kind of where some of it comes from because that's that's not, you know, normal for them. You've got people who are all over, you know, Buffalo could upset some people or this team could Those teams are like 24th in offensive yards and points or 20s. You're talking about a team that's 7th in points per game, 15th in yards per game, 11th in efficiency offense. That's not bad offense. That's an offense that can get it done, especially when you're talking about the first efficient, first ranked efficiency defense. Oh, co-host Griffey's uh, getting in here. Uh, first in yards per game, first in points per game. I mean, that's what's up, co-host Griffey's on the uh, riding shotgun now for for his opinion. He's obviously not a Patriots fan, not a Patriots fan. Very growly about it. Um. Going down lastly for tail of the tape for the Patriots. Strength of schedule tied for 27th, which actually ties all the way to 32. So essentially they have the second easiest schedule in the NFL at 40.473. Uh, so got to take that away from them. I understand that. They, they played nobody. But again, I mean, efficiency stat-wise, they just they do the right things. They're, they're, they're a good football team regardless of what anybody wants to say. People rag on Brady and all those things. You look at their schedule. They started the season off, you know, 8-0, putting up 33, 43, 30, 33, 35, 33, 27. And, in you know, the 16 points week four against Buffalo. You know, and then their first loss, they only put up 20 against Baltimore. And since then, the struggles have been more, putting up 17, 13, you know, 22, 16, um, they throw 34 up on Cincinnati, which is what it is, and then back to 24-24. So absolutely after they lose that game to Baltimore, somebody figured them out defensively a little bit more and not a great finish after going 8-0. They, they, you know, they go 4-4 four and four to finish the, the season. Regardless, again, you can't get me to say they're a bad football team. I, you just I, – I can't, I can't agree with that statistically. It's all there. They still, you know, beat Philly. That's a scrappy team. They took care of business against Buffalo who twice, who's a playoff team. Um, Pittsburgh early on in the season wasn't very good. Miami wasn't very good. Like, they definitely tacked on some poor wins. That's why they're the 27th, you know, worst strength of schedule team. However, part of being a good NFL football team is beating the teams you're supposed to beat and then give it a good game versus the teams maybe you're not. They 100% have done that. And again, Belichick, you're talking about the best week-to-week coach in the NFL, hands down, right? I mean, nobody's going to argue that. So uh, statistics-wise, for people out there that are all into that, remember Tom Brady, 4,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, 8 picks. Hands down, probably his worst season. Uh, 88 passer rating, 52.5 QBR. We've got it. Not great season for him. However, (laughs) take away his stats you're still talking about probably one of the best game managers in the NFL and again I will keep going back to it the first ranked efficiency defense with the number one yards per game number one points per game well you'll take a game manager especially when he's you know got rings for days the guy can get it done I'm not not worried there Michelle is actually this is where I get more concerned is what's that running game really gonna look like Sony Michelle with 900 yards on the season averaging 3.7 that's not what you thought you were getting from him even James White, not doing a ton. I definitely don't think that's that's ideal. That run game has got to figure it out if they're really going to win this game. 
you know, his best receiver being Edelman, 100 receptions, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns after that. I mean, you're talking about James White's the next guy with 72 catches out of the backfield. After that 29, 26, 20, I mean, that receiving core has been a revolving door. That's a lot of the issue for anybody that wants to point fingers. Brady doesn't have, and, I, and that's fine. Maybe he's been good in the past because he's had weapons. You can say whatever you want. At the end of the day, right now, part of the issue that his stats aren't what they usually are is that receiving core is a revolving door with the best receiver on the team being essentially a possession kind of slot guy. And Edelman could be a future Hall of Famer. I'm not taking anything away from him. However, that is what it is. He's a, he's a, he's a smaller slot receiver that you probably don't want being your number one target all the time. And that's what he is. So, tail of the tape, like I said, Patriots. Defense is legit. No questions asked. Offense is better than you think they are. However, if that running game doesn't get going and they can't find a receiver to step up outside of Edelman, there's going to be question marks. For sure. Tail of the tape for Tennessee. All right. Tennessee's a little bit of a an interesting thing. A wild card for everybody, literally and figuratively. Um at 9-3, and three, they come in. Mike Vrabel, got to love Mike Vrabel. Going up against his old team, I think he's a, actually a, a very good um, coach, game manager, things like that. I, I don't know how much he brings offensively. That's why his OCs tend to be fairly solid. Um, but I do like him overall as a coach, and I don't think he's a bad coach. 3-3 uh, three and three in the division. Again, not awesome considering that division sometimes, but the division's not bad either, and it's hard to tell because, remember, Tannehill Hill's their quarterback right now, who's playing out of his mind. And for the first half of the season, they had Marcus Marietta, who's I, – I, I go back to the day he got drafted, not a fan. I was never a fan of Marcus Mariota. Uh, I know this show's fairly new, so we can't go back and hear me say it, but people that know me, I trust me, never a fan of Marcus Mariota. Don't believe in that kind of a – that Ducks system offense kind of quarterback – hitting wide open receivers all the time. It doesn't work like that in the NFL. So, wasn't a big fan. They move on to Tannehill, uh, you know, week six, and things were different. Things were very different from that point on. Um, regardless, overall, team efficiency, eighth. Like I said, that's pretty good. I think if you told a lot of people, I know Tennessee played well down the stretch, but I think if you told a lot of people that they were the eighth most efficient off, uh, team in the NFL, people would be surprised at that. So don't let that catch you off guard. And a lot of that's because offensively, they're actually sixth, 12.9%. That's good. That's real good. I mean, real good. Sixth in the NFL, 12.9% efficiency, better than average. I mean, that's a good offense, man. And defensively, they're 16th, they're 1%. They're essentially a a middle-of-the-road defense. However, middle-of-the-road defense going against, maybe with some upside, going against a, a... like we talked about, kind of a middle-of-the-road offense that's, you know, that's not a terrible matchup. And then you're talking about the sixth-ranked offense versus the number-one defense. Now, I'm still taking defense there. But, you know, it, it is interesting. It's definitely interesting for people that are trying to call the upset card here. It's interesting. Offensive rank, you know, getting away from the efficiency part, they were 12th in yards per game, 10th points per game. You know, they they, they basically put up 368 Yards per game, and then twenty five point one points per game. It's solid for the for an NFL team. Obviously, that's why the efficiency is so high. Um, defensive rank wise, twenty one yards per game, twenty first in yards per game at, at three hundred 
359.9, 12th in points per game, 20.7. So, again, middle of the road. They're, they're a classic Vrabel, um, old-school Patriots, bend but don't break defense. You know, they're going to give up points or yards. They're going to give up yards a lot. That's, you know, that's kind of that Belichick style. Yards are going to be given up now. I know it's not their style right now, but in the past, that has been something that they do a lot, give up yards. But we're holding you to a field goal at best, right? Where, you know, so that's where that 12 points per game comes into. Um, and again, give them some credit. Ninth strength of schedule, 0.514 is solid. I mean, that's solid. You go look at that Titans schedule, you know, they come out of the gates, beat Cleveland, and that's still with Mariota. Then they lose some bad ones to Indianapolis and Jacksonville. Beat a, at the time, very bad Atlanta team. Uh, lose to Buffalo. Tannehill's first game, he comes in against Denver. They lose. And then from there, you're talking going from 2-4, and four, beat L.A., beat Tampa. I know not playoff games. Lose a bad one to Carolina. Beat a really good Kansas City team, regardless of who's playing quarterback for them. Uh, beat Jacksonville big. Beat Indy. Beat Oakland. All these teams they had to beat. I know those aren't great teams, but they had a basically you got to win kind of games, and they did it. Lose a close one to Houston. Get beat pretty good by New Orleans, and then they beat Houston again. Real good end of the season, but again, Houston's not playing all their guys. I think what people need to understand about this matchup that maybe they're not is at the end of the day, I, the Patriots are 11-0 and versus quarterbacks starting their first playoff game. Don't don't bet against that. Why why are we even talking about that? We try so hard to take things away from the Patriots. And yes, okay, Tennessee can win because it's the NFL. Any given Sunday, anybody can win, or any given Saturday night, anybody can win. It should be a good football game. It's the NFL playoffs. Anybody can take this game. Don't come at me with that. Looking at the, these teams though, and the tail of the tape and all that stuff. It's just hard to say the number one across the board defense in the NFL isn't going to give a sixth or even though they're the sixth ranked efficient offense, a team that really was more middle of the road as far as yards per game and points per game. You're not, you can't tell me that the number one defense can't take away some of those efficiencies and, and hurt those numbers. And, and again, you can't tell me the best game manager in the NFL can't do some things effectively against what is a, essentially the most average defense in the NFL. Not below, not above. They are 16th. They are right in the middle. They are the average, most average defense in the NFL. You know, where things can, can get interesting would be Derrick Henry running the ball against that Patriots defense. However, that, that Patriots defense is, is still number one. Like, I, I know people want to say, well, Derrick Henry can run. I don't know. I don't know. They're number one, man. I I just, you know, and after Derrick Henry, there isn't a lot there. I, I think obviously the Patriots are going to say Tannehill beat us. You know, they've got A.J. Brown, who's an awesome young receiver, has a big year with 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, kind of came on strong more so when Tannehill came around. He only had 52 catches. Uh, Corey Davis still hasn't really blown up. Humphreys, whatever. They, they've got guys. I don't think it's a great offensive weapon team outside of Henry, though. And, well, Tannehill's a 65 QBR and 117 QB rating. Again, I I don't know. I, I don't – I think he's good. And I, I've liked Tannehill since he was in Miami. You know, me and my dad have a 
little back and forth about him. We've always always have. He's never been a believer. I, I kind of am a believer in Tannehill. Always have been. However, <laughs> I don't like him enough to take him over a team that's never lost to a first time playing uh, playoff quarterback. Especially when you're talking about having the best defense. Defense wins championships. They got the best defense. Don't tell me about the Miami game. I know they look bad. I can't believe Stephon Gilmore is going to do this. have the same issue with A.J. Brown that he had with Devontae Parker. I think they're going to be okay there. You know, look going over to, again, Pro Football Focus, we'll kind of look over some of these matchups as far as they grade them. Again, for guys that don't know what Pro Football Focus is, that haven't listened to other episodes, Pro Football Focus is awesome. You all see the stats. They watch every play and grade it out. So while your guy might have seven tackles a game, what did he do the other 53 plays? That's what they're breaking down every single play. So you look at this Titans offense versus that Patriots defense, which I think that's going to be a matchup. I, I really think this is the big part of the game. Uh, I think Brady and the offense aren't going to look great. They're going to look very eh. Things are going to be a struggle. However, I still believe they're going to put up 21 to 24 points on that Titans defense. Like, I don't think that's great, but you're talking about middle of the road. They average giving up about 20 per game. Um, the, the the Patriots still average putting up 26.2 per game. We'll meet in the middle. They're going to put up 21 to 24, I would say. That would be my look. So the real question is, could Tennessee put up more than 21 to 24 on the New England Patriots? And you just look at the matchups. Now, they've got probably the the best O-line they've probably got the best O-line in the NFL without question I mean Lawan, Saffold, Jones, Conklin are all top-notch O-linemen especially great out wise now Davis is very very low at 41.2 at right guard I think they'll be able to make up for that um good offensive line's nice obviously a 92.5 Tannehill is actually <laughs> Even PFF wise, not just rating, like, is absolutely grading out as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So don't take that away from him. I understand that. He can play. That's awesome. Sharp, Brown, Davis. That offense rates out very well, very well, um, especially when they're in that three that three receiver set against kind of dime looks. However, I also think that's where New England strives. I think New England's got. Jones in at, at that slot corner is 73.6. That's one of the better slot corners in the NFL. McCordy and Harmon over the top. Gilmore's, you know, one of the best corners in the NFL. At, at, at linebacker, they're getting the job done there. They're fine. Um, again, pass rush-wise, they're, they're not world beaters per se. Um, just looking at, you know, sack-wise, their leading sack is – is six and a half and it's Vinoy coming off the edge and Hightower or, or sorry their their leading sack guys are seven for Jamie Collins senior linebacker 5.5 for Dante Hightower right linebacker uh 6.5 for Kyle Vinoy linebacker uh six is Adam Butler and he's really the first and Winovich is 5.5 those are really the only D linemen giving them pressure they manufacture the pressure now, they got 41, 47 sacks. That's not bad. But they're manufacturing the pressure for sure, which is fine. But when you got a good offensive line, I feel a little bit better about teams 
you know, trying to man going up against just manufactured pressure versus just pure. I'm a stud. It doesn't matter how good you are offensive line wise. I'm just I'm going to be better than you. You're going up against a Mac or you know whoever it is, uh, Von Miller. Here they got to manufacture it. I think this offensive line can handle that. Um, where the real matchup though for me, you got to believe Tennessee is going to go into some two tight end sets and just pound the ball with Henry. Say our O line can move you. Henry's the leading NFL rusher. We got to at least know if we lose this game, we lost it doing what we do best, and that's pounding the football up the middle. So I think that's where they're going with it. I think that's where New England's probably at its its weakest, obviously, is that pounded up the middle football. I know they're a very good run defense. However, I think anybody pounding it up the middle can struggle in this day and age of the NFL, uh, especially when teams want to spread you out, things like that. I could see a lot of two tight end pound the ball Let's keep New England's offense off the field. We know that's got to kind of be got to be the big battle. Um, again, I think the Patriots, no matter what you do, essentially should put up 21-24. However, if you really can run the football, and all of a sudden you're saying, well, we're keeping them off the field, New England's you know, being held to 14 or 17 points, maybe more so than anything just because of being able to run the ball offensively for Tennessee. That's a big point. Now you're talking about holding that 14 to 17. I do think... You know, if Tennessee can do that, they can find a way to squeak out a win, 17-14, 20-17, things like that. If the Patriots put up 21-24, to I just cannot at all see Tennessee answering back against this New England uh, defense and putting up more than that. Just quickly, last thing, you look at that PFF uh, on the opposite side of the ball just so we're aware. Offensively, again, the Patriots... Solid offensive line across the board. Very solid. Every but no even weak point. Uh, maybe not as high of a grade for each guy as, as Tennessee had, but their weakest guy is their center, uh, Carreras, at 64.5. Brady's still an 80. You know, very well graded out. That Titans defense, decent secondary-wise, not so decent up front running the football. That's why I say this game offensively for you know, the Patriots defensively for the Titans is going to come down to Sonny Michelle, James White. What do they really do on the ground? Can you manufacture a run game? You have to manufacture a run game in this. That'll be huge. That will be huge uh, for the Patriots. Notable injuries just to be on the, the look for Patriots. Um, no players out. No players doubtful. A few questionable guys, Jamie Collins, Edelman, Jonathan Jones, Jason McCurdy. So they're a little banged up. That's for sure. However, all questionable. Uh, Tennessee side, Humphreys is out, but nobody doubtful. Um, everybody else is is fairly ready to go. Uh, a lot of those guys that I named for the Patriots were all limited participation. Nobody was full, but nobody was nothing. Um, again, the only n- no participation was Humphreys for Tennessee. Uh, even Adoree Jackson, Darren Bates, like they went full go for Tennessee, so that's good. Uh, Conklin, something to maybe look at. He was limited. That would be a big hurt. He's also on that same side as Davis, who we talked about being the worst of their O-linemen. But overall, again, fairly uh, a fairly healthy team on both sides. Maybe a little bit banged up and no, no huge real outcome-changing injuries. Uh, again, I actually, for betting people, the spread when I bet was 5 to New England, they're taking away five from New England. 
Um, I actually parlayed this game. I, I think between this game and I think Minnesota covers the eight points against New Orleans. I think Tennessee covers the five against New England. Five's big in the NFL, man. I mean, three points is really kind of that that big one. Two and a half, you always want to take that. Uh, you'll take that. Five, that's 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 too much. Too much in the NFL playoffs against two pretty actually good football teams. I I, I I'm taking the Titans against the spread, but I'm taking the Patriots overall to win. I think the Patriots win this one, 21-17, somewhere in that range, 2017, and I think. The Titans keep it within that five points. I like I said, another preview. Uh, you can go listen to that Minnesota Saints one, but I parlayed that one. I think both those teams uh, cover. Just a little for you to think about for for the betters out there. Um, yep. But overall, Patriots twenty one, Titans seventeen. Patriots move on to the next round. Twelve and zero. They'll be twelve and zero against uh, quarterbacks in their first time in the playoffs. But I, I think it'll be a great game. So, thanks, guys.